The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, everyone. This is Jonathan, and welcome to the Week in Geek on the Nerdy Me Podcast. Alan is away on special assignment as a Herald to Galactus, so we have a special guest anchor today. It's Cousin Kevin from Kevin and John's Big Stupid Podcast. What's up, Kev? What's going on, guys? How are you? I want to say thank you for uh, helping us out and being my co-anchor today. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to get straight to the news. It's time for... Oh, man, that's awful. <laughs> really about that one. All right. So, Kevin, I don't know if you heard, you know, if you listen to our show, uh, Alan and I have been talking for quite some time about Disney Plus. Well, it was just yeah. announced. Yeah, it's just announced that Disney Plus, well, Disney itself, has decided to bundle three of its streaming services together. The Disney Plus service, the ESPN Plus service, which I didn't even know existed, and Hulu. And they're going to allow you to buy it monthly for $12.99 a month. So, Kev, you in? I'm definitely in. Yeah. Definitely in. This is my, uh, you know, I've been dying. I'm dying for this Disney Plus to, to be released. It's, gonna, it's coming out November 12th, I believe. And everything that they're offering, from the, from the Marvel stuff to the Disney stuff to the Star Wars stuff, it's just, it's got me hooked. Now that they're hooking up with ESPN and Hulu, that that's just, you know, it's got me. It's a ridiculous deal. I mean, I don't know what Disney Plus would be by itself. Let's say seven ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's seven ninety nine. Like that's the that's like the price that they're going with. But like if you if you like pre sell it or get or pay for like the whole year or something like that, it's like it comes out to like seventy dollars for. The first year, yeah, I feel like the whole year, or whatever. So, yeah, it's gonna it, it it's gonna be a really good deal, right? And, and who knows how who knows how they're gonna jack it up later, but at first, at least, yeah. it's gonna be pretty good. And it's a good deal. I mean, for five dollars more, you're gonna get ESPN Plus and Hulu Plus. I don't know what's on ESPN Plus, but um, if they have, I really really like their uh, Thirty for Thirty movies. And those are yeah, those are awesome. So that's I mean, I would just do it for the Hulu and Disney Plus to be honest with you. So. Uh, yeah, I think I'm on board. I was already on board for Disney Plus, so if Disney wants an extra five bucks a month for me for Hulu, I, you know, who am I to say no to that? Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I kind of saw the saw something like this kind of coming because Hulu is owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything is owned by Disney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are owned by Disney. <laughs> I wish, man. You know, what kind of paycheck we'd be getting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but they that. That's going to be how they kind of get away with their more risque stuff, like the Deadpool's and and all that Howard the Duck and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, that makes because sense. That, Howard the Howard the Duck um, is going to be done animated by Kevin Smith, so you know right away off the bat it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be for kids. Right. Right. You know, I mean, Howard the Duck by nature is not for kids. No, no, he is. You might say. Naughty by nature. Not because I hate you. I hate you. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, that's like a dad joke. But I'm not a dad, so it's yeah, not a dad joke. So there you go. <laughs> so that that's where they're going to get away with all their, like, risque, more adult kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So so it makes sense for them to, to you know, hook up that way and, and package it that way. And what's also falling to place is when, when Alan and I discussed a few months ago about, the, I think it's four t- cartoon series going to Hulu for Marvel. Or it's a regular series. I don't know if they're all cartoons. We we're like, well, why are they take them off of Netflix and then they're they're doing them on Hulu? Why not just put them on Disney Plus? Well, now we know why. That's why. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. So yeah, it's look. funny because every time you every time you said that, I'm screaming at the I'm screaming at my radio. Well, you <laughs> could have look. You could or, or I text you real fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you could Instagram us, texted us, and you know Facebook us. We're all over the place. Um, yeah. So basically, Disney's not going to be happy until they have every single. Dollar, yen, ruble, franc, <laughs> pound, euro in their pocket. So, and they're well on their way. And they're doing it with a smile. <laughs> so, 
you know, we're coming to them willfully. They're, we're not we're not being forced into any of this. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Disney is just going to be a powerhouse. Uh, but this bundle is a fantastic look. It's it's you know it's going to be cable. It's be, it's eventually going to morph back into cable. Well, that that's another <laughs> thing that I've been seeing coming for the past couple of years too. I mean, you got. CBS All Access, you've got NBC Universal, you've got Warner Brothers, all this stuff is, you know, like everything's being pulled off of Netflix and it's coming down to the most minute little, you know, individual thing that you want. Right. And eventually what's going to happen is you can't, you can't pay for everything. So you gotta, you gotta pick and choose. And somebody is going to come up with a bundle, and it's going to be cable. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be streaming cable. It's a circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm excited. Awesome. November 12th. Mandalorian premieres November 12th. Um, yeah. I'm having this my place on lockdown. I don't want to be disturbed. I'm going to I'm gonna buy a new TV. Forget about the Super Bowl. Forget about if my baseball team makes the World Series. I'm getting a new TV for Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> yep. Yeah. As of, as of right now, that's probably the only thing coming out of Lucas that – that excites you. I'm more excited for that than I am for episode nine, but that's a whole nother oh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Very cool. All right. All right. Coming up next, we got um, lots of Star Trek news. Okay. Yes. We've got, we, you know that CBS All Access is dropping a new series called Star Trek Picard, bringing back Jean-Luc Picard. So what they're doing now is to get ready for that, to gear up for that. They're doing a few different things with him. They are coming up with a prequel novel and a comic book series. CBS All Access is going to drop the series in 2020. Mm-hmm. And they're hooking up with IDW Publishing and Simon & Schuster's Galley Book. And the comic book miniseries, as well as a prequel novel, are both going to bring us up to date on what Picard has been up to since Star Trek Nemesis. Oh, okay. So did you see the trailer for Picard? They, they released it uh, during Comic-Con, I believe, right? I, have, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. It's got me intrigued. I liked Next Generation. I'm, I was a Trek. I became, oh, I'm not a Trekker at all, to be honest with you. But my enjoyment, oh, yeah. my enjoyment of Star Trek started with Next Generation. I was never a fan of the original series. I tried to sit through it. It's too, for me, it's too 1960s. So, you know, I'm not a Kirk guy either. So to me, my captain is Picard. I love Picard. I think he's, you know, I can watch some of his best episodes over and over again. I'm excited to see what they're going to do this this series. I watched Discovery. I like Discovery. Again, I'm not a Trekker or Trekkie. I know a lot of them have problems with it. But for what it is. I don't mind it. You know, they're they're very reminiscent of the J.J. Abrams movies. Yeah, I actually like the uh, the Enterprise series that they had. Okay, when it was like a, it kind of bridged the gap between right. like you know, and and I I really enjoyed it. A lot of people a lot of people didn't like it. I mean, it did get canceled like kind of right away. Mm-hmm. But it was I really I really enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was a really interesting take on it. Well, I liked I liked all the tricks after. I, I really liked Deep Space Nine and. Voyager, I can you know Voyager has some really really good episodes, and I can watch Enterprise too. But uh, mm-hmm. I think Next Gen and Deep Space Nine are probably my two favorite series. But I do enjoy Discovery. But again, it's it's for me Discovery's like a popcorn TV series. Like I, as soon as it's over, I forget what it was about and all the stuff. And like, I can't. <laughs> I've seen every episode, but I can't tell you what's going on. But I enjoy for the hour I'm watching it. I, I'm not I'm not down with with paying for the CBS All Access. No, so yeah. I, so I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, but I'm just I'm curious to see what they do with Picard. I like I said, I love Jean-Luc Professor X, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> He's awesome, and it looks really. I mean, the, dude, watch the trailer at least because I can't even talk to you about the trailer. I don't want to ruin it for you. But there are some some uh, people from the older shows that pop up in the trailer. Well, I've I've heard I've heard and read some stuff that that Deanna Troy is going to be there mm. and. And is it Riker? Riker, William Frakes. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be there as well. Well, neither one of them pop up in the trailer, but oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this, and it makes sense that they do a comic book series and and a book. I mean, you know, they're doing that with Star Wars too. They're filling in. Marvel has the Star Wars license, and they're filling in a lot of the gaps between the current movies and like questions people had from the current series yeah. um, in the comic books. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's a good time 
here's the thing. It's they're getting a lot of content trekkers or trekkies, whatever they call themselves. But you know, it seems like they don't they don't like what they're getting. So it's like a double edged sword. They're finally getting a lot of content. Um, but people aren't really it, it seems like they're not enjoying it as much as they probably wanted to. Want to, yeah. Yeah. So also they're they're releasing a Blu-ray box set that, that is basically Picard centric. Nice. Um it's a Picard movie and TV collection. Blu-ray six disc set includes films and TV. So the films that are gonna be on are all the ones that he's in, Generations, Awful. First Con- Good First Contact, <laughs> Insurrection, Awful, and Nemesis. Awful. Well, I, I don't they go with like the uh, every is it isn't all the odd number ones the good ones and all the No, it was the even number ones were supposed to be good ones, but uh, okay. that was broken with Nemesis Nemesis movie. <laughs> yeah. Because Final First Contact was awesome. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. And then what was the last two? Nemesis and what? Insurrection. Insurrection. They were both awful. Yeah. Yeah. They're, then they're gonna have the theatrical length edits for two two part episodes of Star Trek the Next Generation. Best of Both Worlds awesome. and Chain of Command. Best of Both Worlds, I think, is the the Borg one where he becomes so cute to Saborg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. This box set is also going to feature more than 10 hours of extras with commentaries from directors and other creators, including Jonathan Frakes, David Carson, and others. There will also be behind-the-scenes footage, character and actor features, deleted scenes, gag reels, episode promos, and more. Awesome. So, like I said, it seems to be a a nice time to be a trekkier tracker, depending on whether or not you like the new stuff. All right, and and, uh, piggybacking on that, we've got the Star Trek motion picture coming back to theaters for its 40th anniversary of the film, September 15th and 18th. It's the 50th anniversary also of the original series' final episode. Wow. And it's being put out by Fathom Events. Wow. Yeah, that Star Trek movie is basically two and a half hours of of, uh, porn shots of the uh, Enterprise. (laughs) Just a long porn. It really is. Have you watched the movie? I, I watched it long time yeah, ago. it's not a good movie uh, but it's all just it's like the fetish eyes let's, let's look I at remember, the enterprise you know they spent, all I remember is the bald chick Deidre yeah <laughs> and I remember what Deidre stood for so uh, yeah they spent I think they spent they blew most of their budget on on, on making a new enterprise so it was just um, money shots of the enterprise the whole thing <laughs> Nice. All right, very cool. A lot of Star Trek news. Kev. Yes. Are you a fan of the um, Arrowverse TV shows on the CW? I am a fan. Oh, okay. I watch pretty much every one except for Black Lightning because it hasn't connected to the Arrowverse just yet. Okay. Well, I got some good news for you. As you know, every year they do a crossover. Last year they did Elseworlds and they even teased it for the first time. The end of Elseworlds teased this year's crossover, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So it's Arrow's last season, and it's a shortened season. I think it's only 10 episodes. And uh, it will cross over with Supergirl, the new show Batwoman, The Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. They released the dates of when this crossover is going to happen. And this is also new for them too. Usually they do it all in one week. This is going to spread yeah. out over like a month, probably because of the break then with the break. So, part- Oh yeah. I was trying to figure out, is that going to be like when they're on, where they're all on like hiatus and like the holidays and all that? Yeah. I think, I think the first two episodes come, uh, first three come the week before they go on break and then they go on break and for like five weeks and come back. So part one will be shown on Supergirl on December the 8th. Batwoman will be part two, um, that's December 9th. The Flash will be part three, that's December 10th. Part four will be Arrow, which, and that's when we have the big break, Arrow, which will be January 14th at eight. And then it will conclude with part five, Legends of Tomorrow, the same night, January 14th at nine o'clock. There's also some casting news, huge casting news, I think. Brandon Routh, who plays Ray Palmer, the Adam on Legends of Tomorrow, will be reprising his 2006 role as Superman from the movie Superman Returns, and he will be Superman on Crisis, which leads us to believe, because there's already an Arrowverse Superman played by a different actor, yes. so it leads us to believe there's going to be at least two Supermans. I almost said men. Supermen? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, 
anyway, Superman. Uh, yeah, there'll be two super people in this uh, crossover, which leads to speculation that we might see Tom Welling's Smallville Superman show up because they did give a nod to Smallville in the Elseworlds. They used they shot uh, a scene on the same farm that on they, the on the farm. Yeah, yeah, and they even played the music. So I don't know. Tom Welling doesn't seem like he wants. He's too eager to put that suit back on. So we'll see. Uh, he hardly, he hardly wore it in the first place. Yeah, right. That was don't even get me started on that. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Burt Ward, the, the original Robin from the 1960s TV show, has a role in the crisis. We don't know what it is. Yes. If he plays a super old Robin, that'd be pretty cool. Or, <laughs> or Dick Grayson, I guess. Uh, and this was great casting news. Kevin Conroy, who is probably the second or third best Batman ever, and is just using his voice. Uh, <laughs> he was the voice of the animated Batman from back in the day. We'll be playing, now they were they chose their words carefully. They said he's playing Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Because God forbid they say the words Batman in this, in this stupid universe. But yeah, so <laughs> he'll be playing an older, obviously older Bruce Wayne. And we don't know. They, you know, there's speculation they might be setting up Batman Beyond. Who knows? Uh, but I'm excited. I, I look. I, I want to love the Arrowverse shows. In the first couple of seasons, I loved most of them. Um, I dropped that Arrow because I, I frankly can't stand his whisper talking all the, all day. Oh long. my god! Um, I have to wa- I have to watch these shows because I have kids. Yeah. I have to watch these shows after the kids go to bed. All right, mm-hmm. which means I have to watch it low. Because I don't want, I don't want. You don't want to wake the kids up, yeah. Wake, wake them up. But I can't hear a word he says because no. he whispers. No. So I jack it, I jack it all the way up, yeah. and then all of a sudden they come out with like an, an Uzi. Yeah. And <laughs> I have to jack it all the way down. Yeah, you're gonna have to do the old man solution, which is closed caption it. <laughs> yeah, I just I couldn't do it anymore, and and it's bleeding over into the Flash and, and Super. I don't know. I I could never latch on to Supergirl. I really wanted to like. I like Supergirl and CBS. I don't like it when he went to CW. Really? I, I just think they, um, I don't know. She's if she's a Supergirl from the comics. She she should be cleaning up half these bad guys in like three seconds. You know, <laughs> it just bothers me. You know me, I'm old school. Uh, Batwoman, yeah. I'll watch Batwoman. I'll see if it's any good. I don't watch. I'm Batwoman. I'm really excited. I wanted I wanted to see what your what your take on on that was. On Batwoman? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, you, you know, her little. My thing is, her little appearance in the crossover last year was nice, but again, I hate that they they go out of their way to avoid Batman. I don't I don't understand. They should just embrace have a TV Batman. You can have a movie Batman. You can but have they a, but they do they do mention they mention Bruce Wayne. Oh wait, did they mention Batman? Yeah, because because they because what's his name uh, Arrow keeps saying Batman's not real. Oh okay, so he's just a, he's just a myth and and all this. Yeah, I, I just you know so I'm gonna give Batwoman a chance, of course. And uh, I like Legends of Tomorrow. I, they get a little stupid too sometimes, but I don't mind it so much. Yeah, well, they do that on purpose. That's that's their that's basically like their whole gig is to be yeah is to be the comic relief show. But they hardly ever use their powers. I'm like, what do you? The guy that turns to steel, he never turns to steel. Ray Palmer <laughs> never turns small. It's ridiculous. And and the way they kill it, like people, like there's no. There's no repercussions yeah. of people dying, like they don't feel bad or anything like that. They just keep moving no. forward, unless well, it's one of the main characters. They're just gonna come back. Is all they gotta do is go back in time. No, I'm like, talking like I'm talking like collateral happens. damage, like cops or soldiers, or you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, just, they don't uh, care. Yeah. Like, um, I forgot the one was where Damian Dark he like kills the scientist, uh-huh. and, and you know it's like oh nothing happened. I was like, all right, that's you know that guy might have a family. <laughs> that's just me. All right, so yeah, a lot of um, look, I. I, I I like the crossovers, and I like the Flash. I still watch the Flash. I, I like the Flash a lot. Um, yeah, the Flash the, the Flash is actually what got me. Here, here's how I got into the uh, into the Arrowverse. I heard about the Flash and how great it was, and I said I want to watch it, but um, I had to watch I had to watch Arrow to get to get myself into Flash because I because I got I got into it late. So I didn't want to just start watching The Flash, so I watched Arrow to get myself into it because that's where The Flash kind of spun off from. Right. And I fell, I fell in love with Arrow, and from that point on, I was hooked on every show that they launched. Yeah, see, Arrow Arrow got me. They lost me. I like the pilot, but when he becomes the Arrow in the city, and I mean, that whole first season, he kills everybody. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like my, and you know, like I said, I'm old school comics. They didn't, they didn't kill people in one of the comics I read. 
So I was like, this is an arrow. What did they do? And they tried to make up for it in, in later seasons where, you know, they, yeah. I'm, which is good. They addressed it. He felt guilty yeah, about he it. Got a cut. Yeah. So that's just me. But, they, you know, it was hard for me to come back to Arrow after that. But, yeah, when I saw when I saw them tease the, the crisis at the end of last year's crossover, <laughs> I was pumped. Yeah, yeah, and the monitor. I love, I love Dave and Shyway from making the monitor look like he does in the comics. He's totally super villained out or super comic booked out in his look. Yeah. yeah. All right, very cool. Something to look forward to December. We got Andy Circus directing Venom 2. And I want to I wanna just mention again this movie made $856 million, the first Venom. I don't get it. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it, but it's so forgettable. I can't even tell you what it's. See, I I haven't watched it because you know you guys, you guys trashed it. So you know I hold you guys as the gold. Wait a minute. Wait. Did we did we trash it or did we say it was fine and but forgettable? Uh, you know what? I don't think. I don't know. I I think I read between the lines. (laughs) No, I I mean, look, it's out on digital. You can watch it. It's fine. It's 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 entertaining. It's, it's entertaining. I think it. Um, it's probably on par with Captain Marvel for me. Oh God! <laughs> I know how much you love that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's. I'm actually probably put it above Captain Marvel. Uh, as long as you don't. As long as you don't kid it to Last Jedi. Look, <laughs> I'm saving up my Venom because I got I got, I got I got Episode Nine coming out. I'm sure I'm going to need it. Yeah, no, I, I think. Oh, I'm, I'm, well, here's the deal. Andy Serkis, I think he's directed one or two movies before. Oh, he he's directed Breathe and Mowgli, uh, Legend of the Jungle, which went straight to Netflix, I think, because uh, it didn't compete with Jungle Book. So, first of all, Andy Serkis, people don't know, he played. He's the motion capture extraordinaire or actor for like everything. Yeah, he played. <laughs> he played Gollum in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He played Caesar in the Rise or the Planet the New Planet of the Apes movie. I think he was King Kong too, wasn't he? King Kong. Yes, yes, he was. Yeah. So uh, the man's the man, and he's great. I think he's great as a motion cap actor, um, and as a regular actor. I loved him in I loved him in those Marvel movies. He's awesome. Oh yeah, that's right. He was Claw, Durr. Yeah. Yeah, in Black Panther and um, Civil War. No. Yeah. If anymore, he was in two movies, right? He, I, it might it might have been Infinity War, but very very quick. I think one of them one of them was a really fast. Oh no no, it was Age of Ultron. That's it. Adrian will turn on Black Panther. Yeah, so he was good in those. Yeah, you're right. So I'm excited to see what he does with Venom. I hope it's weird. I don't know what's going to happen with Venom and Tom Holland being Spider-Man. I don't know if um, if Sony gets him back after this third one or something. I read somewhere that the third Marvel being able to do the third one depends on Spider-Man Two, how much money it makes, or whatever Far From Home, how much money it makes. Like has well, to re- like has to make a certain amount. Uh, I can tell you in a second. I read that it had to make X amount of money, which I can't remember for Marvel to make a third one, or it's going to go back to Sony. Like that was the deal. So it says, look, if you'll make us this much money, Spider-Man Far From Home worldwide has made, oh, a billion. Yeah. So I think they're okay. Jesus, a <laughs> billion dollars. Wow. Can you imagine? I can't. I, I, and I didn't, I, I didn't even think it was that great. I, I thought, I, I mean, if you listen to my our episode on I liked um, Homecoming much better. Yeah. This is the first Marvel, well, Captain Marvel. I no, I even saw Captain Marvel twice. I have to go see Spider-Man instead of Gil. I only saw Spider-Man Far From Home once. Wow. I know, I'm such a bad fan. You're slacking, man. <laughs> I really am. I got my A-list a, a pass and everything. I haven't gone. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'm go, that's, that's, I'll do it this weekend. <laughs> I'll go see Spider-Man. <laughs> feel bad. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Andy Circus Venom Two. Uh, you know, let's hope it's, uh, it's a good one. All right, speaking of box office, like a little segues. <laughs> speaking of box office, Kevin, I have this weekend's box office report. Uh, to no one's surprise, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, Shaw, whatever, came in first, oh. making six million over the weekend domestically, for a total of one hundred and nineteen. Oh, I'm sorry, sixty million. Domestically, 119 foreign for a weekend total of 179 million. Nice. That's yeah, not bad at all. In second place was The Lion King with 38.5 domestically for a total, since it came out, worldwide total of 1.2 billion. 
Oof, that's a lot of money. And in third place, a movie I saw and enjoyed, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's latest, made $20 million over the weekend for a total. It's not out um, foreign. It's only in the U.S. so far. Uh, for a total of $81.3 million since its release. Hmm. Not bad. I saw Fast and Furious, and you know, it's a Fast and Furious movie. It's physics. I, I've never seen any of them. Yeah, well, I mean, for a good time. They're just hilarious because yeah. the physics don't make any sense. Nothing makes <laughs> sense in these movies, but they're so freaking fun to watch. Um, Isn't there a scene where, like, The Rock, like, is in a car... He jumps out like the roof of a car, lands on another car, and punches it, and it like just like stops. <laughs> like, isn't this some weird? Stuff I don't know. Like if, that? I don't know if it's that. That didn't happen in this movie, but I can imagine that happening. <laughs> I can definitely imagine that happening. Uh, I read an article which I thought was awesome. It says Hobbs and Shaw is the uh, Power Man and Iron Fist we never got. I'm like, oh my god, that's like a perfect Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Yeah, you know? that would have been awesome. But yeah, so uh, you know, it is what it is. It's. I thought, frankly, I thought it's a week. I don't count Avengers Endgame as a as a summer movie. I mean, the freaking thing came out in April, the first week of yeah. April. But it's technically a summer movie. But for me, I feel like it's a week summer box office. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, even you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was supposed to be this big thing, and it hasn't. It hasn't really been this blown. You know, this blown away kind of film. The Lion King. I mean, I, I I'm not really. I'm not really into the the live action right. versions of the movies we just saw. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, it made 1.2 yeah. billion, but it's not getting like people are going to it and they're taking their kids, but it's not it's not getting a lot of praise and stuff like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? and, and people people are still going to go to the, you know they they have options. Yeah, they're still, still going to go to the movie. Yeah, I mean, I just but, I haven't seen Lion King. I have the A plus. I haven't seen. Uh, Toy Story Four, and I have the A list. Um, oh, see, I got the kids. I saw that. Yeah, was it good? And I was, I wasn't that happy with. No, it. I mean there were parts in there that that you know I thought were funny or whatever, but it didn't. You know, I, I, I I'm gonna be honest with you, and I wept like a baby. All right, sh- don't don't spoil the, anything. <laughs> no, no, no. In the third. One. Oh yeah, the third one. And and the, the fourth one didn't really do that for me. You know, and and I was I was expecting it to, and I, I don't know, it just, it just didn't. Yeah, no, I hear you, I hear you, and I don't think that there's any. I mean, there's a there's a movie I'm looking forward to seeing. It's uh, I don't even know what's I forgot the name of it. It's it's the one based on Bruce Springsteen's music. Oh, uh, it's called. Um, oh gosh. Yeah, it's I, a, I I forget the name of it. Yeah, but yeah, but that's it's, not. It's pretty cool. It's like it's like Indian. Um, they're coming from like India to to go and see the birthplace of Bruce Springsteen. Well, I think he's in I think he's English. He's in England, but um oh it's- yeah. So it's uh yeah it looks alright. It's um yeah I'm a big Bruce fan. That's why I'm going. It's supposed to be good, um but that's I mean but that's not like a blockbuster. It's not a summer blockbuster. I saw that yesterday. No, no. I saw yesterday, which was good. Um, but again, that's not a summer blockbuster either. About the guy that. He wakes up and nobody knows who the Beatles, the Beatles are. are yeah. yeah, nobody remembers them. Um, and that's, I can't think of anything else. Angry Birds movie, too? Is that a big movie? I don't know. Uh, you know Blinded by the Light. Even, my kids don't even want to see that. Oh, really? Angry Birds. No. Oh. Yeah, that movie is called Blinded by the Light, by the way, which oh, I should have nice. known. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else is coming out. Uh, no, no. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Angel has fallen. I'm gonna go see that. That looks like a nice waste of two hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm seriously looking at. It. I'm on August, and and we don't have another Marvel or DC movie for a while. Um, unless you count the Joker, which is coming in October. The next Marvel movie, I believe, is the Black Widow, and I think that's May or March. Yeah, that's that's a while. That is a while. Uh, yeah, all we have to hold this over is the Joker and Star Wars. I don't even um, know when the next DC movie is. I like Wonder Woman is next year sometime. I don't know that they have a release date yet. And didn't they push it back? Oh, I don't know. I didn't read that. I thought I thought they had pushed it back at one point. Huh. Or maybe they moved it up. I don't know. Maybe they pushed it back. I don't remember. 
but I think they they did something with the release date. Frankly, I'm kind of happy with the break with the Marvel movies because I'm exhausted with these movies. I love them, but I just need a break from these movies. <laughs> Super. <laughs> oh, I guess it it too on September 6th. That's probably like the biggest next one coming out. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Matrix. The Matrix 20th anniversary is coming up and we are going to see the matrix in the theaters again from august 30th to september 5th uh it's going to be released in 135 amc cinemas that's cool you going to see it no (laughs) (laughs) i I, you know i the matrix movies didn't really do it for me um I, i i didn't i didn't really get it in a way i didn't really like the 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 like uh, the the soundtrack of it, you know what I mean? Like how it's like that that, that like um, weird techno, like, right? And I, I didn't, I just didn't, I didn't get it. I, I mean, I like the first Matrix. I mean, I've I've seen all of them, yeah. But you know, just because I felt like I had to at the time. <laughs> peer pressure and see the Matrix movies. <laughs> I like the first one, but the other two, I I just didn't. I, it was just I don't know. I was the thing about the Matrix is I, I remember seeing it and I remember not knowing a lot about it and I, I liked I liked that because I was like oh my god this movie's awesome and I really play, you know it wasn't hyped up so it's nice when you can sit in theater and not know what you're about to see and see something good yeah I do remember the Matrix coming out of nowhere yeah and they're they're also saying it's kind of weird that it's coming out in August when the movie itself came out in like March or something like that and they're saying that they they think they um, they're trying to capitalize on the fact that Keanu Reeves is having this resurgence with the uh, John, John Wick films. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. The Matrix, go out and see it if you liked it. Yeah, why not? It's 20 years old. <laughs> Just another thing that reminds us how old we are, that The Matrix is 20. Yes. All right. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> I almost called you Alan. <laughs> The freeform TV shows Runaways and Cloak and Dagger, both based on Marvel properties, are finally going to cross over in December. I watched a few episodes of Runaways, couldn't get into it. I watched almost the whole first season of Cloak and Dagger and could not get into it. But they have a following out there, and you know, I'm a comic fan, I'm a superhero fan, so I try to support them whenever I can. And uh, is it uh, is it one of your friends, a big Runaway fan? Yeah, I think Jay is uh, from. Enter Nerd Zone. I think Jay watches the Runaways. Um, you might watch Cloak and Dagger too, I'm not sure. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because it's happening. <laughs> Crossover in December on Freeform. That's happening. <laughs> yeah. Freeform used to be ABC Family, which I think yeah. used to be something else too. So, yeah. Yeah, ABC Family used to be something else. You know what I love about Runaways is I have the first issue where they debuted and I recently looked it up on my... Uh, well, I just pulled it out of my mom's basement recently, and I just looked it up on the internet. And it's worth quite the pretty pennies. And I have no emotional Ooh. attachment to it. <laughs> so it won't be in my there possession much longer, hopefully. All right. Next up, we've got The New Gods. All right, there's a movie adaptation of The New Gods coming out. Uh, Ava DuVernay. Okay, she is directing it, and she's also co-writing the screenplay with Tom King. Really? Yes. And they have said that they, they've confirmed on Instagram that the Furies and Dark Side are going to be a part of that film. Interesting, because they the female Furies, which is uh, Big Barda and... Shinda and a bunch of other people, but yeah, uh, Sampa, Mad Harriet, yep, Grant, goodness, yeah, yeah and and Dark Side. That's amazing because they were trying. You know, if you saw Justice League, and unfortunately yeah. we did, um, <laughs> they they teased the crap out of Dark Side. And, and back in the day, when Justice League was supposed to be two movies, we were supposed to get a big Justice League and Dark Side battle in the in the second film. So it's interesting to see this. And Tom King. If it's who I think it is. He's a really, really good writer with DC. I think he's he's yeah. either doing Batman or he just got done doing Batman. But and that's a that's a Jack Kirby uh, creation, The New Gods. And so it'll be interesting to see if like in Thor Ragnarok, when he paid homage to Kirby with the uh, stylings of um, I forgot he created something that had to do with Thor Ragnarok. So um, 
kind of like the, the set designs of that planet. Sakaar was, uh, was Kirby-inspired. Oh, okay. So I wonder if the new gods are going to do something along the same line with the characters and the, and the costumes and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, real, it's really interesting because... Kirby did the new gods, and then he went to Marvel and did the Eternals, and Marvel's coming out with a huge... And now the Eternals. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be interesting, which will be... I'll tell you what, if the Eternals is better than the new gods, DC just can't win at this point. <laughs> they just can't win. They, they just have nothing to throw at Marvel. All right, that's interesting. I, I mean, I was never... I didn't like, I like the Eternals. I didn't like the Eternals as, as a comic book. And I didn't like the new gods as a comic book, but I'll go watch the movies if they look good. Hey, man, you can get me into anything with a good trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marvel knows how to do those. Yeah, that's the truth. All right, great. Kevin, Agents of Shield just yes. ended their sixth season uh, last Friday, and they were contracted for a seventh season. And I don't know how this happened, but they just finished filming. <laughs> they wrapped up production <laughs> on season seven, which will premiere. I think... hmm? Go ahead, go ahead. It's going to premiere next summer. And uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is officially over. It's done being produced. All that's left is to show the shows next summer. I think I think the reason it's so quick is because it's got a... I think it has a very shortened uh, final season. Oh, Actually, okay. the sixth season, I think, was shortened as well. Yeah, I think it was only like 10 or 12 episodes. Yeah. Um, I had a, a love-hate... Not hate, but love-indifference relationship with the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um... I liked like the first season, I think, or the second season. I can't remember now. I punched out for a couple of seasons, and I came back in with this season. I'm liking this season a bit. Uh-huh. Um, I still have three on my DVR to finish up, or maybe four at this point. And um, I'll watch the seventh season. I, I was excited. I, I, you know, Alan and I talked about this on previous shows that I feel that Agents of Shield was a waste of of opportunity with. Marvel. They had they had they had a way to bring the Marvel Cinematic Universe onto TV, and it's like they ignored it. It's like they ignored anything that was happening in the movies was happening in Shield. You know what I mean? Yeah. The first two seasons, they would make reference, and they had like Maria Hill pop up and and um, Nick Fury pop up. But after that, you know, like mm-hmm. when Infinity War was happening, they were out in space, like orbiting Earth, and they even make mention of it. But there's no mention of the snap. In this current season, there's nothing. Uh-huh. There's nothing that ever happened or anything. It's just weird. It's just, it's just weird. That's why Disney Plus is going to be great because it's going to tie in directly with the movies. Yeah, I I, I watched the first like two seasons, um, and I I enjoyed it, you know. And then so, I don't know something kind of like it went away. Yeah, like I I couldn't. It, it lost my interest. And like you said, it did in the very, in the very beginning, it did make, you know, small mentions of it. And it gave you that little taste of like, ooh, like wait, wait till they really get into the meat and potatoes of the show. And then they're going to start having these crossovers that are going to be phenomenal. Right. And then they never, they never did. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But look, as that goes away, we're, Disney Plus will be out by the time this show ends and, uh. I think our first show next year will be Cap and, uh, Cap, yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, yeah, some good stuff on the pipeline. I just, I just hope they wait. I just hope they wait out the contract or, or whatever agreement they had with Netflix with those, with those Netflix shows, right? And eventually put them on Hulu or their or their Disney Plus, you know, or, hey, service. Maybe maybe one or two will make it to the big screen. That would be that would be awesome. I mean, you could. I mean, Daredevil was already there. So, you know, it could work. Yeah, it could. All right. Quick All right. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. One of the, big, one of the biggest um, He-Man related news coming out of Comic-Con is Mattel. Mattel is reclaiming Masters of the Universe. They kind of like, they kind of like let it fall to the wayside for a while and they weren't really doing anything with it. Um, but times are changing, and there's a there's a movie that's in development. So of course they got to start getting us prepared for it, and they are rolling out some new toy lines for um, for He-Man and Masters of the Universe. Mattel has a two hundred and fifty dollar buildable Castle Grayskull playset 
in their Lego-ish what? Me- mega constructs line. Oh, oh, it's a Lego? It's it's Lego-ish. I guess they I guess they're not exactly Lego. Uh, oh, it's like a brick that, brick system that, or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Gotcha. It's, it's called Con- Mega Constructs. Oh, okay. Um, and they say they have many, many expansion sets to come. Uh, their San Diego Comic-Con booth, they showed off a new Point Dread and Talon Fighter set, plus uh, the Sky Sled, Rotan, Battle Cat, and Panthor, and some deep dive minifig variants, which included vintage mini comic style Prince Adam and Stratus. Wow. Now, do you remember that? Like, were you ever into the, the He-Man? Yeah, I did have. I was in he- into He-Man very briefly, and I think I had the whole first wave, which was you, you uh, seem to be kind of like He-Man came out when you were like a little bit older, I, I guess, because I think I think it hit me right in the smooth spot, and I think I think you were like on your way out. No, I think I think what killed He-Man was I'm, dude. G.I. Joe was the end-all, be-all. I gave up Star Wars oh, yeah, for G.I. Joe. That was your thing? Yeah, that was my, that was my, that was my sweet spot. It was G.I. Joe. So I did have He-Man. I had the first... I think I had most of the first wave, which is about eight figures. He-Man scaled. And they were awesome. I don't even know why I liked them, but I liked them. And it was funny because yeah, one Christmas... My, my first... Uh, my, the first Christmas gift I remember my brother Matthew ever giving me was a He-Man figure. And it was Faker. He was he was blue and he had orange blue, hair. Yeah. And I looked at him, and he wasn't on the back of the original card. He was like the, he, he was, was like, like bizarro. From, right. He was from like the second wave, which I didn't even know. You know, I was a kid. I didn't know what waves were, but he was from the second wave. And I think the second wave, like he had, and he and I remember Matthew telling me the story because I'm like, what is this? Like Faker? I don't know. This is is oh, I was at I was at the store. The guy was putting him on the shelves and said he was brand new, so I bought him. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just remember having Faker and, and He-Man and Teal. I had them all. The first wave, at least. I had Castle Grayskull. Yeah, I had I had Castle Grayskull. Um, Don't you remember I wouldn't let you play with mine? <laughs> What'd you say? I said I wouldn't let you play with mine, remember? <laughs> <laughs> that damn ad <ad-ad. laughs> I will never forget that. What was I saying? You had Castle Grayskull. Yeah, I had the I had the Castle Green Skull. I had He Man Battle Cat. Oh, yeah. So I was get, I was getting at one of the things that drew me in because I had no idea what the hell He Man was. But when I got when I got my first figures, He Man inside the inside the packaging had a mini comic book. Oh yeah, that's right. And that was what drew me in. I was reading these comic books and I was like, this is some cool stuff. The illustrations were really cool. You would you would think for a dopey insert right. into like a thing, it would be it would be like horrible. But it was the artwork was so good, and it looked it, it, something about it looked epic. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if it was a well known comic artist that did those. You'd have to look it up, but I wouldn't be surprised because work is work, you know. Yeah, so it says so it says that the vintage mini comic style Prince Adam and Stratos. So I'm thinking it's going to look like what those comics look like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's interesting. But that's so cool. Al- also, uh, in Walmart's nationwide Master of the Universe action figures will be relaunched in a new style called Origins. It's basically the original '80s figures. Um, that are going to be slightly tweaked sculpts and added articulation. So, if you remember, if you remember the the originals, like their elbows didn't move and the knee joints didn't move and stuff like that, but their arms, you know, their arms and legs move and their heads move. Um, so I think now they're going to have more um, more points of articulation in them, but they're going to look like the original. The packaging, yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, you know, um, you know what I hated about Battle Cat? Zero points of articulation. <laughs> it was a statue. Oh my god! It was like <laughs> it was just plastic. It was like yeah, a statue. So ridiculous. That was so dumb. Yeah, I had Battle Cat. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> Battle Cat was awesome. Awesome. And what you know what I liked about Panther was that it, it had that like it had that like mossy feel to it. Is that velvet? It, yeah, it was like velvet. It was so cool. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, I liked my He-Man figures. I, the cartoon I watched, but yeah, once GI Joe hit the scene, I was like, bye, bye. Oh yeah, it was over. So, they, 
So they're going to release uh, He-Man, Skeletor, Tila, Evelyn, Man-at-Arms, and Beast-Man. Okay. Um, and it says they're, they're going to have possible future figures that are going to include features like opening their chest or extending their neck. Remember, remember that one guy had that extended neck? He's like a robot, like a hand right. robot kind of guy. Right. Uh, it says they may they may cost slightly more than the basic fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents. So it's going to be expensive to have this collection. Fifteen dollars? That reason? Yeah. It says, they, it says though, though they may cost slightly more than the basic fourteen dollars nineteen nine fourteen dollars ninety nine cents. Yikes! But then here's here's something new that they're doing. It, it, this is like an unexpected thing. Uh, Masters of the Universe is hooking up with the WWE Universe. Oh, this can't be good. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna use the same body style as the as the He-Man figures, but they're going to like fuse them with wrestlers. So the line is gonna give you Sting as Clawful, Rey Mysterios with Stratos wings. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Macho man at arms. Oh, all right. <laughs> Guess who's getting back into He Man? <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember? Do you remember Manny faces? Yeah. Well, now they're gonna have Man E New Days faces because Big E in, in the New Day. So it, it's gonna switch. You know how he switched and he had all different all different faces, right? Well, now it's gonna switch. It's gonna have Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier. Oh, so the three brand new day guys will switch. <laughs> Are going to be the the faces that switch. That's so that's so ridiculous. Um, and it says, and and for the debut offering this fall, a, a Grayskull themed ring with Terror Claws Triple H and John C Man. <laughs> oh, there's there's no way that sounds good. They better work <laughs> on that name. <laughs> and they're they're also going to have. Um, interchangeable body parts so you can like so. mix and match and create your own weird hybrid of that. I, I bet you I bet you all the wrestlers said they're only going to sign on if nobody gets to be He-Man. <laughs> well that's it, it sounds like John Cena is going to be He-Man. No you said it's John C-Man right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be Merman? Oh no maybe not. No no it's like it's C-E-Man. Oh I get you. Alright well good for him. All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll get back. I'm not getting into a toy. No, I'm done. I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't possibly get into that. The only thing is, is that my son, uh, my son Kevin, yeah, is um, he's he's big into wrestling. I mean, he's, he's five, but he loves it. And one of his favorite wrestlers is Big E, and he does the Big E dance. All right. So you'll be getting Man E faces. So I think I might have to get that for him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's how it starts. Get one. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's over. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Quick it. Uh, Kevin, the trailer for the DC Universe Online, not online, that's the game, uh, DC Universe streaming service, Titan Season 2 uh, premiered. Uh, it's being released September 6th, the whole series. Well, no, the series is coming out. They'll do it one week, one week at a time. Yeah, look, if you listen to the show, you know my thoughts on the Titan series. I'm not going to get too into it. I was not happy with it. And this trailer, uh, look, I'm going to watch the show. <laughs> but this trailer doesn't make me feel good about anything. Because just like in the first trailer where Robin had to say F Batman, but he used the real word. This, uh-huh. this one has the Jason Todd Robin saying, we're back, bitches. So, uh, you oh, know, God. it's just ridiculous. Donna Troy's in the trailer. You see Aqualad for a brief second. So I'm going to watch it. And I can't remember who he played. He, played, he was in Game of Thrones. Jorah Mormont, he's playing Bruce Wayne. Again, not saying Batman, but he's playing Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. I, I, heard, I heard about that a while ago, and I thought that was a pretty cool choice. Yeah, it is a pretty good choice. All right. Quick it. Oh, Jack Ryan, season two trailer premiere the Amazon Prime video starring John Krasinski came out last year I wanted more action but it was still a good show uh, yeah. no date no release date but the show looks pretty good looks like there might be a little bit more action than there was last season did you watch the show never did no it's, it's not bad yeah. John, John Krasinski holds his own he, he's definitely not pigeonholed as as Jim I would say yeah I don't I don't see him as just that as just that character you know I've seen him I've seen him in that silent horror movie whatever I forget the name of that movie again uh, uh, yeah the quiet uh, quiet place the quiet place yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that one I've, I've seen him in that 
you know, I've seen him in, in, in like comedy. I've seen him, I've seen him in other things, and, and it, he, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't seem to be, for me at least, uh, it, I'm not like, oh, it's just Jim. Yeah, yeah, no, you definitely, he, he definitely, he's definitely good enough to, to make you forget that he was Jim for two hours. Until he looks directly at the camera. <laughs> yeah, and shrugs. Yeah. All right, and finally, Kevin, Disney yes. has announced, you know, Disney got a whole bunch of new properties with Fox and whatever else they've taken over since we've last talked about them taking over Fox. Um, they're going to reboot some very famous movies um, properties. They are planning on rebooting the Home Alone series, Night at the Museum series, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I don't know that we need reboots of any other film. I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, all right, all right. Night at the Museum, they were they were interesting films. I liked them. They were entertaining. You could do what you want with them. If you, if you want to reboot that, fine. I don't care. I mean, it, 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 almost, it almost makes sense to reboot it because there are so many historical figures out there to... to play around with so why not do it yeah that's true you know um but but like don't touch home alone that's just dumb they did it already they rebooted home alone in, in home alone 3 and it was awful yeah it was it was pretty bad dude and uh what, what was the other one they're rebooting uh Night at the museum home alone and diary of wimpy kid which we don't know anything about oh diary of wimpy kid you know what never got into it so do what do what you want with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thus ends quick hits, but this doesn't end the episode of the Week of Geek because I want to thank Kevin for jumping in and co-hosting with with me. Uh, Alan is not going to be able to do Twig for a while. He's going to school to become a learned man. Um, we will continue our regular Nerd in Me shows. Uh, it's just the Week of Geek was going to, he just couldn't find the time for it. So you're going to be seeing guest hosts. You'll probably see, you'll not see, but you'll hear Kevin back here again in a few weeks, probably. And Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you, Kevin, uh, coming on, Kevin. Uh, you want to tell us uh, where we can hear you, find you, talk to you? Uh, well, we got John and Kevin's Big Stupid Podcast. We are on a new episode drops every Friday. And we are on Spotify. We are on um, iTunes. We are on Anchor. We are on lots of different platforms. So if you just, just Google us if you can't find us and, and take a listen. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's just two guys hanging out being stupid. And it's, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like fun. <laughs> All right. Jonathan, thank you for having me, man. This, this was awesome. And you're welcome. I love, I love crossing over. I, I love <laughs> uh, hanging out with you. So see you at the next uh, barbecue. Yeah, right. Next family reunion. <laughs> All right. And this is Jonathan saying, you stay classy wherever you are. Peace.